uh, where he literally became like he went into the ocean, became half man, half horse. It's very bizarre. Okay. Like, so dude, like, centaur. It's a yeah, yeah. Like he's a centaur. I apologize. Which I half was was? No, no, no. He's top half. half. Look, could you imagine? <laughs> it was just his man? legs. <laughs> <laughs> There's the opening. Which half? <laughs> Which half of Adam Driver is the more attractive half? Uh, yeah. I prefer top half horse. Good morning, afternoon and evening, wherever you are in this place we called Earth. And welcome to the Board Game Chinwag, a podcast where like-minded friends sit around and have a yarn on all things relevant and not so relevant to board gaming in the community. Tonight we have Helen, Grant, Steve, Dave and me as your host, Shane. How the fuck are we all? (laughs) Adequate, thank you. Fine. Good, thanks, Shane. And are you 100% sure we don't have any listeners on the International Space Station? Potentially. Potentially. Hashtag all those Russians up there on the International Space Station. We're not hashtagging ISIS. Thank you, buddy. (laughs) Isn't that the International Space Station? You've got an extra I in there. Oh, okay. My bad. (laughs) What could go wrong? Uh, the Australian Federal Police, um, yeah. are, they, are, they, are they gentle or are they non-gentle? I'll tell you what, this is one way to get We're about by. to find out. Yeah. We're about this to find out. This took a turn. This took a turn. Yeah. Not going to lie. Yeah. Um, JT, cut that shit out. Uh, <laughs> tonight, tonight we thought we'd actually get back to actually talking about board games. Um, and uh, I think our first topic is, you know, really, really simple. So I'm just going to ask around the grounds, what have you, what have you been playing over the last couple of weeks? It's that it's that easy. So let's kick it off with Helen. Okay, so I have been super busy as always. Um, so I haven't been able to play as much as I would have liked. But what I have managed to get onto the table, mostly at work, has been we played Suro. So does everybody know what that is? Yeah, yeah. So it's a tile placing yep. game. Suro. Um, so it's a tile placing game where basically you're trying to stay on the board and be the last person standing um, and people place other tiles to foil you and your dragons moving around the board but that's a good little fun game we managed to get that in twice in a lunch hour so that was a lot of fun um, I played Lambert Sea which is always a favorite of mine good fun Five minute dungeon. I taught that to my kids today. They loved it. Nice. I had to explain to them that I don't own it, so they can't just play it whenever they like. They need to ask. <laughs> um, and then we got Subterra on the table a couple of weeks back. Awesome game. So yeah, it's one of our faves. Unfortunately, we're still waiting for Subterra two to come, if ever oh, that happens. That. Yeah, that might be one of those uh, kickstarters that never gets filled. That you guys were talking about a few a few weeks back. Mm. And then as always, played a couple of hands of phase ten. <laughs> which is always good work. You've been playing a lot. Good fun. Have you have yeah. you done the have you done the um subterra with the UV light? Turn all the lights off and go UV? No, do you know what we never have? Oh, so much fun when you do that. Yeah, because it is really hard with the cards. So, so often, you know, you have to have good lighting because you can't really see. I, I know we've spoken about in the past of actually going through with some, you know, some highlighters and, you know, or some like, you know, white pens just to mark where certain things are because some of the cards are harder to see. But no, we've never done it with the UV. It's a great but game though. It is a good game. I enjoy it. And um but what's with um, what's with the silent T's and silent? You know, that's just stupid. Yeah, how Honestly. dare languages be different? How oh. dare language go like that's just posh? So what's redundant. going on there? <laughs> T's and K's all over the place. Like, you just get it together, people. Yeah. Just spell it phonetically. <laughs> just get F O. Yeah. Uh, that's, that's good hilarious. That's, you've been very busy playing games then well i have uh, it's a shame we're a day early i'm actually going to get to play some games tomorrow night one of my friends is having a birthday so we're going around there so i'm excited to see uh, what we get to play 
Yeah, so that's going to be a good one. Are you taking anything with you? No, I don't think so. No. I always take stuff and it never gets played, so I figured I'll just go light. No, no OCs getting packed. <laughs> Not today, mind you. I sh- I might might uh try and swing by Dave's and borrow Charlie party. You know, always a good it, time. It, it did arrive. It is sitting here, waiting for somebody to use because not gonna be me. <laughs> awesome, thanks, Helen. Uh, over to Dave. What have you been playing, mate? Look, a couple of quieter weeks. I think um, the arrival of Charlie party disrupted some things in my house, so we've we haven't been gaming as much lately. But um, to get a big game, we had. A couple of weeks in a row where I ended up with five players, and I don't know about you guys, but five players kind of sometimes a bit hard. Um, so we had to really tease out some games that we wanted to play. We ended up with Dwellings of Eldervale, which is always great, um, and no new players, which is also yeah. always great. So everyone knew what they were doing. Dwellings of Eldervale really shines, and we actually managed to get it through pretty quickly. Um, and the, I think the winning strategy was still the six huts that somebody rushed out and just put all of their huts out when everybody else is at one or two. Um, so it wasn't a close game, but still very yeah, entertaining right. game. Uh, and then last Monday with five players again, we ended up with Terraforming Mars, which I haven't played for a little while in the board game version. Um, mm. Played a lot on the app and online, but mm. not as much as other people on the podcast. Uh, but yeah, had a really, really good time with that as well. Just, just relaxing again. Everybody knew what they were doing. We fished it out. The start and finish in about two hours, um, and that's including using all the cool funky tiles that I actually had 3D printed and painted well before the actual yeah, nice. official ones yeah. came out. Um, but we did ditch the Turmoil expansion, which we do normally play with, so I think that drags out another hour of that game, mm. kind of unnecessarily. But um, so it was almost base game. It was base and Prelude and a few other cards that we sort of um, filtered out of the rest of the expansions that would work. Yeah, nice. So, yeah, thoroughly enjoyable. And tomorrow, I'm not sure actually. I'm, again, like Helen, I've got a game night coming up tomorrow, so I'm looking forward to getting some games out on the table. Has been a bit lean of late. Nice. I, I spoke to some of that. Actually, attended the uh, Terraforming Mars event and um, said it was very enjoyable. Came dead last, but loved it. <laughs> so, <laughs> you're, you're lucky Phil. Lucky Phil. Not, not so great at Terraforming Mars, I found out. Um, <laughs> I think it was his he, second play. Yeah, right, okay. Well, he's got to pass that. Um, because some of us have played it potentially into the three digits of times. He's always yeah. going to have a bit of a rough run on that one. Uh, but, you yeah, know, it was, it was good. So, yeah, nice nice, simple couple of weeks um, in between episodes, but it had a, a very enjoyable few larger games. Probably. Yeah, nice. Yeah, nice. Good stuff. G-Money, what have you been up to? Um, What have I been doing? I taught Wayfarers of the South Tigris. Oh, which such was, a shit game! Which was yeah, it's <laughs> it's a it's a chore to get through. Ding ding ding! There's um, our there's Shem Phillips alarm going off. It's happened. Yep, yep. Which um yeah, it worked out really well. Um, we were supposed to play Obsession, and everyone got there, and it was like no one knew how to play it. So I just said I'll throw out a suggestion, and we did that, and it worked out pretty good for everyone involved. Scores were really close too. Um, it was a great, That's, great game. It's a good thing about that game. You, you can actually play it. A lot of the games I've played, the scores are not very far apart between yeah, players. No, it's, so. You have to, you have to be pretty lucky to get a really good like seventy plus score. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I went over to friend's house and played Cthulhu Wars for oh, the first time. Yes, which lucky Phil was there. Um, he gets he, around that guy. He, he just... did amazing. He came second, and he was unlucky, unlucky not to win. Hmm, um, like him. Yeah, <laughs> I'm going back in a few weeks to play another round of it. So, looking forward to that. I, I really enjoyed it. I thought it was really good. I struggled a bit because I'd never played it before, and um, a few like intricacies around knowing what you should and shouldn't be doing. Um, so, looking forward to playing. Can that again. I ask what Cthulhu is like? How how it plays. The game or the creature? The, the game. <laughs> the game. Okay. So imagine you're playing like Call of Cthulhu or something, you know, like when you're in the investigators. Mm-hmm. And imagine that's failed. And Cthulhu and all the monsters are now fighting for territory of the world. Okay. That's pretty much in a nutshell. It's like an area control 
you spawn griblies, send griblies all around the place, fight, and control points. Nice. So it was good, but yeah, playing it with like three of the people that only played it, like I'd never played it, two of the other people played it once, and the other two were like really good at it. So I kind of got caught in the middle, and then I just fought one person, and then we kind of just destroyed each other, which was fun for like two minutes. <laughs> And that and the, the I, person the person that owns that game has a lot of it, don't they? Oh, they love it. Yeah. Yeah. Not a huge fan of the actual like they like they, they like the storyline, but um like that game is pretty good. Uh, I have to admit, I was pretty impressed. So, then we played a game called Planet Unknown. That's a great game. I think I'm pronouncing that correctly. Um, <laughs> there's, no, there's, no, there's no silent letters. Silent there's no K, silent letters. There's a silent K in there. Yeah. 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 Planet well, Unknown. Or okay. Tetris forming Mars, as I called it. Yeah. Which right. Is, what did you say? Um, yeah, I, I really, I really liked it. I uh, mm. would love to get a copy of it. Um, it's just a basic, like, drop Tetris type shape pieces onto a hex board. Um, each piece sort of relates to a track. The more you sort of drop correctly, the higher you go up in the track, and then you got to clean up little like asteroids and life pods with your little rover as you go along. I really like really, that game. Yeah, it's, it felt like Terraforming Mars to a certain extent cut down and just enjoying like the, the, the shape placement aspect mm. of it. Mm. Polyominoes um, and tracks, what could go wrong? Yeah, exactly. Mm. Uh, I played a smattering of BGA stuff, waiting for a game of Carnegie to finish that is really close. Um, did all my usuals. Played a lot of Marvel Snap, which is... And I'm addicted to that at the moment. I can stop at any time, though. <laughs> <laughs> um, That's not true. <laughs> got to get those shiny foil cards. Yeah, every day you got to get those quests done. Uh, I taught Evie Res Arcana, and she really liked it. We played about three games of oh, that wow. last week. Uh, she nice. smashed me every time. <laughs> and I played about three games of Frosthaven. Played my first game of Winter. Started the scenario with two damage, two cards discarded, wound, muddle, poison. Wow, that sounds wow. awesome. Yep. And did I went cursed. Did you fail? No, no, no. That was me starting the scenario. Yeah. That was what I had suffered before I actually yeah. took a turn. How'd you go with it, that scenario? I am crushing it. Like, oh, that's the Yeah, I started playing it this afternoon. So I'm about halfway through it and absolutely crushing it. Nice. That's me in a nutshell done. Nicely done, mate. That's a lot of games too, so good work. Steve, what have you been playing, mate? Well, I've I've been playing a lot of games that end with the word Haven, but I've decided not to talk about them now that there's not it's not the best game in the world. So um I <laughs> know. So Whatever really? will what, what, we do? Later? What happened? What took over? Brass, Brass Birmingham is officially number one now. Ha <laughs> ha Mr. Martin Wallace, well done. Um, but yes, lots of lots of havening. Um, but I'll skip that because a few of the other games I've been playing are directly related to people on the podcast. So, uh, firstly, I started up a, a lunchtime board games group at work. Um, thanks to Helen giving me that uh, idea to because I have a one hour lunch break and I usually just come home because it's, it's Emerald and you can. But I just <laughs> never feel like going back to work after that hour. So I'm yeah. like, but if I stay at work, I'm just going to do nothing for an hour. That's boring as hell. So I thought, perfect, I'll slot that in. So um wasn't very successful on day one, which is why I played a lot of Sprawlopolis um, because that's a good solo game. <laughs> so <laughs> it was just me sitting in a lunch room playing Sprawlopolis. Um, but then, um, yeah, then it sort of took off. We had a, re- a couple of really good games of like uh, we played uh, Splendor and uh, Six Nymphs, Point Salad, um, Skull. So I've got a few of those really good games that you can knock out in 20 minutes sort of time. Um, going which was awesome um that's been enjoyable and that's sort of developed a bit of a following now so i can almost guarantee if i go to lunchroom there'll be at least four or five other people who are keen so that's awesome that's great um aside of that my we have our friday family game nights and last weekend um the game of choice was deception murder in hong kong and whenever i play that game i'm taken back to dan's house where there was about 12 of us playing and then we just had this really, I think we had a really long game first where it went for about 20 minutes and went through all three rounds and we couldn't work out who it was. And on the very next turn, very next game, we've set out all the cards. No one said a word and Dave's gone, 
I think it's uh, um, who was it? who did you pull it? You, you pointed at someone. I can't remember who it was. He said, "It's you with that and that," and he was right. And everyone was just like, <laughs> "What the fuck just happened? <laughs> How is that even possible?" So, um, yeah, it's a great game. It's a, and it's a, also a great game to play with a lot of people. So, um, got we got like six plays of that in. It was awesome. Um, other than that, um, probably the biggest uh, thing to happen was that. Yesterday, yeah, yesterday I taught both my sons scythe for the first time, um, which was was really good. Raf probably didn't quite get it, which he's nine. That's understandable. And he hasn't played My Little Scythe for a while. So, you know, there wasn't anything clicking there. But Seb, you could just see it. You know, when you're teaching someone a game and you can just see it sink in, he got that like by about turn three. And I didn't even have to worry about him anymore. He was off. He knew what he was doing. He was trying to get those bottom row actions going. And he was playing with Crimea, who are the best faction in the world ever of any factions <clears> in any game. Um, and I was just watching him go and he, he make decisions. And I'm like, yeah, go Crimea. Like it was just the right thing to do at the right time. And uh, it was awesome. So, um, But it was a really close game in the end. Raf sort of started to figure out towards the end with a bit of help from me. Um, but it was 15 points between Raf and Seb. Seb won, Raf came last. I was right in the middle. Um, it was just an awesome game. So, and, and both of them thoroughly enjoyed it. Raf got it out today and played with all the bits um, without telling me, which is great because then he just threw it all back in the box. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, no, it was awesome. It was just great because that's a game that's, I guess, in a weird way has kind of come synonymous with me. It was my favorite game for such a long time. I've played it so many times. Uh, my, old, my first game group I ever had with, well, that was our game. We played it over 50 times together. So, um, yeah, it was just nice to see someone new enjoying it like my, my son did, and hopefully it means more plays to come. So um, that was a big highlight. And then we just literally, before we got on this podcast, finished uh, Space Base and a couple of rounds of Scattergrees, which I probably haven't played since I was a teenager. So that was fun. Too. Yeah, wow. Yeah. Love Scattergrees. Yeah, it was good fun. It was a lot of arguing. It's great. So. <laughs> Yeah, it means you're doing it right. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> what about you, Shano? What have you been playing? Well, unlike everyone else that's been playing a stack of games, I've only played one. And uh, that was uh, at the uh, last event at Aspley. I played a game called Maui. Oh, yeah. Uh, which is a new one from yes. uh, that we got from VR Distributions. So thank you to the, the team at VR. Um, it is awesome. It we looked amazing. Up- it looks special and um, it's it's about you're basically going to the beach and you're having to lay out all your towels on the beach and you've got 13 spaces to lay out your towels. But you've got to try and create patterns. So you, if you imagine Azul and all those pattern types of creation games, it is super hard but challenging as well, like lots of AP and then you get lots of blocking. Um, we, we had such a ball playing it that... We ended up, when we finished the game, we flipped the side over to play the harder side. And the harder side is you got crabs. <laughs> <laughs> I did pause. Pause. <laughs> you paused for all the gutter mines amongst the podcast. That's <laughs> nasty. <laughs> but you have crabs that block your way. All right. Right. That's so you've as you go, yes. Look at you on your high and mighty pedestal, going, "Oh, the gutter mines did this," and then you throw that <laughs> out. <laughs> but you get these crabs on the thirteen. Uh, <laughs> but you might be, you uh, might broken. be, <laughs> you might be <laughs> broke him. <laughs> Don't throw in the towel, Shane. What's great about this is that unfortunately we don't record the video, but we all have video. And Shane, for the last 30 seconds while we're all laughing about this, has just had his hands in the point of the story where he stopped. He's like, I'm going to finish this. I'm leaving my hands here so I don't forget. The crab hands. I don't know what to do with my hands. I don't. Crabs block those setting spaces, so you're trying to build a pattern, but you've got to avoid the crabs. <laughs> good good work on getting that out, mate. Well done. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, they come out of your shell there. <laughs> the thing was, though, I, I kept trying to, I'd hit the crabs, 
right? And I thought, you know, what can how bad can grabs be? <laughs> you flip them over. Crabs are really bad. <sighs> I've never seen you this red in my life, Shane. <laughs> we're just we're just itching to get rid of them. Yeah. <laughs> I think they've creams. <sighs> Oh, all right. They actually give you negative points. So yeah, I, yeah. I managed to I managed to hit every crab on the side. You got lots of cra- you got crabs, did you? you got lots of crabs. Right. We need to reiterate that this is a board game and not just stories of your last trips to Hawaii when you visited Maui. Had <laughs> a bit of fun. This game is so much fun, and I, I remember finishing the game, and uh, I said. I was just, there had to be some crabs that were good. No crabs are good in this game. And <laughs> I ended up negative, negative. I think it was, I was 27 points. I was way off the leader. Uh, but, but the components in this game are really, really cool. And um, the boards are great. And this game is only 30 bucks Australian. Dirt, yeah. dirt cheap. Um, <laughs> and... It was the game that I took away with Lauren. We didn't play the crabs version, though. <laughs> you didn't find any crabs in your weekend away? No, no. We didn't, but I took it away. We didn't get to play it because we, we had such a great time at the concert and stuff. But I, it, was, it was a game out of my whole collection. So I have over 200, 250 games. I actually chose this game to take away with us because I thought Lauren would enjoy playing it because she loves Azul um, and all those type of tile laying games. So I thought she'll love this. Um, and uh, and uh, so that that for me says enough about that game that how good it is for thirty dollars. So thank you for the laugh. That was good fun. That was <laughs> that's great. Well, we, I mean, this is that that's our pitch level for our audience as well. So yeah, yeah. hopefully, and so hopefully it's not just us that everyone gets the crowd. I hope everyone enjoyed that laugh. So because yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, I did. Oh. So, on to our next topic. So, if you're stranded on a deserted island. I'm not going to take any games that has crabs in it. (laughs) With lots of crabs. (laughs) What are your top three games you wish you found, either in the luggage that came into the shore, your own luggage, or games that you had with you? Can I have Steve's luggage? You could have Steve's luggage. Yeah, but nice. you 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 were okay. it. You, that was all you had was just you and three games. What would that be? Those top three games that you could start with. And so I might kick off with me. I'm going to go reverse order Ooh. this time. Shit, that means I'm next. I'm going to start thinking. I better start thinking, Steve. <laughs> Can I ask so, how many people we're deserted with? Your own yourself. Oof. You're oh. on your own. And the voices in your head. Yep. And so the voice solo and Wilson. Games. Well, it would be solo. Yeah. It could also be, you know, two hands. We just play, solo, you play as two people because you've lost your mind. Correct. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're playing the volleyball, you're sitting out the tennis ball, ping pong, whatever you got. Okay. All right. This is. <laughs> For those. Thanks, Dave. Um, so I'm going to kick it off with my number three is. Steve, Sprawlopolis. All right. Because it is just fun. Mm-hmm. Simple card game. Bloody difficult too. Bloody difficult and um, very small. Mm-hmm. Little key card holder wallet. That's all you've got. So that's my number three. My number two, Robinson Crusoe. Only because. You really got to be worried about theme at that point, though. Like... <laughs> Admit you are committing to the bit. And just, I, I, honestly, it's just looking at the ways you're going to die. You're going to die in multiple ways in that game, inclusive of opening up the cardboard box, slicing your finger, and dying from bleeding out. So, Robinson Careers is my number two, and my number one is just a simple deck of cards because. You could come up with so many games just from a simple deck of cards. Or just solitaire. <laughs> Which is fine too. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So that's me. Um, 
Over to you, Steve, for your top three. Um, yeah, well, look, it's going to sound like the cliche of all cliches, but I'd take Frosthaven with me because I don't think I'd be able to finish that before I died and perished. <laughs> so happy days. Uh, I mean, yeah, and also that whole, if you're playing a solo game, at least that one you can play with different characters and get a different feel and all that sort of stuff. So, yes, standard answer, big, long game with huge campaign. Hopefully a, uh, a re- removable sticker set also washed up there so I could potentially run through it twice. That'd be great too. Um, otherwise, uh, second game, uh, probably take Hadrian's Wall just because it's nice. Long, It's a longish game, but it's very good solo and there's enough sheets in that box. Again, I could play once a day for 500 days and probably not run out of sheets, um, which is good. And then finally would be Dead Reckoning because I would try to get in that ship and sail away if that was, yeah. So otherwise I'd just play Dead Reckoning. Yeah, no. As long as you've got the metal coins, so you've actually got pirate doubloons so you can trade your way. got doubloons, so if anyone sails by, I can bargain with them. I've got a ship. I've got two ships. Um, They do have very large holes in them, but, you know, that's... um, uh, And, uh, yeah, I've also got an awesome board game to play if I... So does I. So yes, very boring answers, but yes. Awesome job. G-Money. Uh, at this point, Frosthaven would be the first one because I I like playing it. It takes a long time to play. You could structure your whole day around it. So you get up, smash a coconut, <laughs> build a fire, play just a half of a round of Frosthaven, then have more coconuts, then do the thing that you do after you have a lot of coconuts, and then play the rest of a scenario of Frosthaven and then set up the outpost phase and then it would be nighttime. <laughs> and you could do that for a, a number of weeks. Yes. I would imagine. So you die from dehydration yeah, from coconut yeah. 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 And yeah, I would be very happy for the first couple of weeks just doing that. Uh, the second one is Terraforming Mars because you can play it like four player, two player, three player. You can play it solo. You can play it as many times as you like. Um, and not get bored of it apparently in my case and i agree with shane a simple deck of cards was my other one because you can play like poker you can play (laughs) dunces and warlords if that's what you call it i think everyone has the same game it's just called different things Um, shithead yeah pretty much yeah um yeah what was that shithead yeah i haven't heard that one (laughs) you want to play the game though yeah. Uh, reg- regicide you can play regicide with a yeah. deck of cards yep. and then you can just practice yeah that's the one i'm thinking of yeah. you can practice throwing the cards into like an empty coconut shell and get really good at yeah, it you can useful skill and protect you pretend you gambit for a while just this goes on you know <laughs> fair enough nicely done dave see if you took western legends though it's got a deck of cards as the mechanic got all of the suits and everything oh. in it so you got a whole game as well as your deck of cards and it's got cool like cowboy stuff on it <laughs> i'm waiting for helen to respond <laughs> totally yeah if you were stranded Sounds on great. a desert island with western legends after a while you might actually enjoy it <laughs> <laughs> um well can i take somebody's frost saving because i didn't get it and i'm feeling the, the missing out yeah, i'm like feeling a, i'm feeling a bit of miss you know FOMO as well, mate, to be honest, yeah. Oh, just for the Desert Island thing. I just... Italy, the... Play, like, message in a bottle. Can we all be, like, on islands nearby and you, like, message bottle your turn? Yeah. (laughs) But wouldn't it sink, honestly? It would just sink to the bottom of the ocean. It's pretty... It's a way it's hard. Well, and that was was my sort of callback to Steve's luggage thing. I think Steve... Once told the story about how some of his board games were in his luggage. Ah, oh, that's what that I was trying to work out what you were talking about. Yes, yes, indeed. Yeah. Yeah. So multiple board games. That was a board game. That actually, ended up in the water. Yeah. 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 So, that's what I'd like. Uh, look, I would probably yeah, I'd take a, a Frost Haven or something Haven, not um, not the the shit one. Whatever it is, the journeys of bloody blah. Jaws alive. I don't know. That one. No, that's fine. Okay. Now the other one. Ah, oh, the other founders of Gloomhaven. Founders, yeah, yeah. that one, not that. Any of the other ones? Yeah. <laughs> Founders, a, a Euro game. It's not even a. It's not even a. Yeah. Yeah. No. But you write a having you got to write a constitution in that game. 
<laughs> gave me an idea. Take diplomacy and just play it. Multi-game. Yeah, that's a great one. Uh, um, no, so some some version of Haven, uh, probably Frosthaven because nobody's played it yet. And there's, you know, strategies to find. Um, I would take Spirit Island because again, theme, but also yeah. there's a lot of game in that. Yep, solo too. Great solo. And yep, solo ball. Um, and probably the the last one would be Etherfields. Just because I have everything for that game, it takes up two shelves on my my board game shelf. <laughs> I played it for about twenty five minutes, and so I don't know what happens in that game. Um, and from all accounts, there's about eight hundred hours of content. Wow! So, lots of gaming to do on my deserted island, and it's got cool minis and stuff. Like I'm sure you could, you know, pretend, <laughs> make some friends. Awesome! Awesome! Well, um, that's our two topics. Well, Excuse me, going? you're missing <laughs> the distinguished. I'm not. I'm not. That was that was fantastic. Purely <laughs> Helen, I, I saw Helen's with face. her OC. <laughs> have you seen it? Game number one. <laughs> oh no, I saw Helen's face. I was face just thinking, surely there's a wittier way to do this, right? Like you know, the throw throw burrito with the giant burrito, where we can like something where there's actual useful tools inside the games for us to either live or sail away on. Mm. Two ships. Yeah. Treasure Island might be good because you get like a compass and See? like a little, you know, square Maybe. or whatever. Yeah. yeah. No. But Throw Throw Burrito is a great idea. You, you need a compass smart, for an island. But. <laughs> it's like, where are you going to go, knows? champ? Who knows? To know where hell is. <laughs> but Helen, what would be your Hell's top three? Your top three. Um, I went, my number three was actually Gloomhaven just because that's the only time I'm ever going to actually have the time to play it. Yeah. So I figured why not get on the bandwagon at some point since I've still never played a game and probably will never play a game. Um, I went, obviously, Hogwarts Battle. It's a great single-player oh, game. Really? Easy to play. You know, it gets hard. You've got the seven years. You play as Ron, then as Hermione, and then as Harry, and, you know, defeat Lord Voldemort. Tell yourself the stories based off the cards too, you know. Write a book. Uh, and then my first was Tapestry. Because, again, it has an autonoma mm. version and you can always play that game differently every time. So I think that I'd get a lot of use out of that one. So they were my three that I picked. That is such a great game, is Tapestry, and so underrated. Yeah, I love I it. I feel. I'm just picturing, like, this ship passing our island and being like, are you all right? Like, just, just come back a bit later. It's um, We've yeah. we're, we're midway through this scenario in Gloomhaven. <laughs> Yeah. Give me back. another six months. Yeah. Swing past. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just throw me yeah. some water. Some food yeah. would be great. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's all right. I'm in the midst of playing strip poker with myself, so. <laughs> <laughs> what, right now or on with your own? Deck- <laughs> with my deck of cards. Yeah, because we can't Watch see anything crabs. below the torso. <laughs> so, as soon as everybody's going to win. This uh, took a turn. It's Richard yeah. Carlton. Uh, yeah, I did wonder how you're going to play poker by yourself. Yeah. I don't know. Is there a solo, like a solitaire? Yeah, yeah. He's not. Poker? He's playing it with the crabs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dolphins are very intelligent too, just saying. They are. That's true. Okay. Awesome. <laughs> we got Doomsday sorted. Desert Island sorted. <laughs> Doomsday's done. And um, But no, thank you. That was good fun. Good fun tonight. Good couple of easy topics. Good to get back to board games as well. Um, and uh, But I just thought I might throw to DG it's about uh, a few things that are happening here in Brisbane and uh, maybe you wouldn't mind having a bit of a chat about it. Thank you, Shane. I would love to do that. Should we leave or...? <laughs> 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 well, you know, it's hot and might, you know. <laughs> um, <laughs> I probably should have taken some notes, but anyway, we're um, we're Shane and I have actually been negotiating on behalf of our gaming group and some other people in Brisbane around running a board gaming weekend at BrizCon. Um, so it's a usually a tabletop war gaming um, convention over a couple of days at the Mount Gravatt Showgrounds. This year, for the first time, they're going to have a board gaming space and library available. So we're working through the details, but you know, keep your eyes peeled because tickets will go on sale soon. There'll be a weekend, full weekend passes. So if you're really keen, you can game from Friday night to Sunday afternoon. 
Um, otherwise, there'll be you know, spots available on any day. There'll be a game library. There'll be people that can play games with you and teach you and do other sort of standard stuff that you would expect. But um, more details to come. It's going to be quite exciting. It could be a, uh, a large fixture on the Brisbane board gaming calendar. That's yeah, very cool. It is really cool. exciting. I think I think also too is you know we've we've actually gone to that next level in our community as well, and we've launched a a group called Board Game Together Queensland, and just for everyone's uh, you know, um, we we've we've built this community. It's all about connecting people with board gaming groups throughout Queensland. So it's a non for profit group. And uh, it's something that we've been very passionate about and trying to lead. Um, and then we're actually going to take this to national, to a national um, uh, non-for-profit organisation as well, where it's it's about you know if you if you move to a certain suburb, you can say I want to play a board game in this suburb, and we can connect you with that board gaming group or our local board gaming group that's going to be very welcoming, and, and you know an open arms to let you in and play a board game. So it's something that we've been very you know, passionate about leading, and um, and we've got a great community that's uh, and a committee as well that we've built that's very passionate about leading this as well. So that's awesome. That's excellent, guys. Yeah, we're we're pretty proud. So so you should be great work, guys. Mm. Excellent. Right. So back to TV shows. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Well, I didn't mention it in the games that I was playing earlier, and I don't know, we can, we can cut it down and do whatever you need to do, but I've been playing Hogwarts Legacy this week. Oh, so, yes, Liam's yeah. been desperate to play it. Is yeah. it good? It, look, it's, it feels like Hogwarts. Does they, it? They just do it. I don't know whether they've got actual script writers for this thing, but it's barely a, a video game. Like It's you know, a simplified RPG, as simple as you can get. But yeah, fantastic. feels just like you're in there. The... The art design is phenomenal, um, and the, like I'm only been playing for about twenty hours so far. I'm only about ten percent of the game, so it's also a very big game. But completely side story has got nothing to do with anything um, except the fact that there's a Hogwarts and you go there. Wow! Funny story really? on that. My my son bought it and then immediately had buyer's remorse. Um, and then my other son was like, "Well, I'd like to play it." So they negotiated this deal where. Raf gave him some money and that was like like a half-half kind of deal to keep it. They're like, even though they can't sell it, but anyway, that's what they decided. And um, and since then, Seb, who was the first person who bought the game and had buyer's remorse, he's been playing the hell out of that game. So I feel like Raphael got jammed. Um, yes, <laughs> helped him offset the cost for yeah. it. And even Heidi's been in there and Heidi never plays video games. So it must be, I had, I had a little bit of a go. I was getting attacked by a troll and that's when they obviously teach you how to dodge and I, they literally just handed me the controller and I didn't know any of the controls except for dodge because that's what they taught us. So I was yeah. just jumping around everywhere, dodging this bloody troll for like five minutes before it finally smashed me. But huh. um, yeah, it does look really good. And are you it's all great. playing it on on um, on like PCs? <clears throat> yeah, I'll, well, mine's on the PC. I've got three stands. I don't think there's any difference. Well, Liam refused to get it on Switch. He yeah, said I, Nintendo does not have the though. graphics for it. Nah, yeah, nah. my son's got a PS5. It looks pretty, pretty good on that. Like, yeah. I, I couldn't imagine it on a Switch. Yeah. No, and my PC is not a slouch by any means, but it does sound like it's about to take off. Like, it stresses me out. <laughs> <laughs> it's, yeah, it's intensive. Well, yeah, okay, awesome. I'm envious because where do you find the time? Like I'm, oh, that, that's, yeah, I'm asleep that's by the time at 7 o'clock comes when I get home from work. I'm like, no, I'm done. So. You say that, but you play a lot of board games and you have a lot of board game nights out that are way past 7. I have, yes, a couple, yes. Yeah. <laughs> so it's just how and you I, choose to spend your time. And right? I am exhausted, yes. Yeah. So. Speaking of video games and also bringing back to something we talked about a bit earlier, um, I don't know if you guys are aware of this, but FIFA 23, you can play as AFC Richmond. Yes. Awesome. So I am aware of that. We are we are my me and my two sons again, we're playing our way through a season as Richmond and it's so great, like that it cuts the sideline and like Ted Lasso's getting on the animated on the sideline. It's just great and you know, uh, it's 
I, I've played FIFA for years, and whenever you score a goal, you're like, yeah. But now I'm like, Roy Kent! Or, like, you know, it's in, whenever Denny Rojas scores, I lose my shit. It's great. So, um, who do you play as a specific character? No, you just, I just, we just, added, we just added the team into like the Premier League or Championship. Yeah. And, um, yeah, we just play game by game, um, with the whole, whole team. It's quite good. So, uh, so apparently, so. I haven't, we haven't looked into it because I don't play a lot of video games again, but, um, apparently you can run a storyline with them and like you get, you get like, uh, it's got Beard and Roy Kent as a coach who's just drilling you all the time. And so, uh, it'd be awesome. So, a bit to explore there, but if you're, a Ted Lasso fan and you don't mind a bit of FIFA, then yeah, I, uh, I recommend FIFA 23. It's good fun. That's awesome. Does it have uh, the, uh, um, does it have the team that, you know, Ryan Reynolds now? Um, well it does again. Yeah. No, it's in there. Wrexham. It's Wrexham. Yeah. yeah, it's, yeah. It, it's in the same place. It's in rest of the world, which is where Richmond is, but you can add them into any league. The reason they're not in the game proper is because they're still not, out of that division that they're in that is like then becomes a national comp. So it's, um, they're still in the North, I think it is. So, um, yeah, they'll, they should, if they, if they get promoted, they'll be in the game proper, but they're also just in the rest of the world. So you can just add them in. So you could have a a Wrexham versus Richmond game. Yeah. 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 Even that element of the storyline that you can't play them as because they're not in that league yet. is so good. Yeah. It's cool. That is cool. I do love that's one of my favorite little things that is in Ted Lasso that kind of went unnoticed the first time I watched it because I thought it was just a gag I didn't realize it was a real thing when um Higgins comes in he's like I just got a transfer request from um from Wrexham from the the owners of Wrexham Ryan Reynolds and whatever uh, whatever the other guys McElhinney and he's like but I'm not quite sure if it's a joke or not so I ignored them and I, I didn't pick up on that. And then obviously later hearing about the whole Wrexham thing, I'm like, oh, that's cool. Like they're, they're referencing the real life thing that's happened. And a lot of people think it's a joke. And I'm like, oh, that's very cool. So good on. Did you notice, uh, just as a curiosity thing for season two, I know we're going off track here, but did you notice throughout the season um, his hair changing? Oh, in, uh, oh yeah. In that, in that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, like yeah, how yeah. that was a deter- like that was yeah. a thing they did. The yeah. you know the more offside he got, the greyer his hair got. Grey yeah. hair's got. Yeah, yeah, yeah amazing. Just that. the level of detail in that show yeah. and yeah. everything and all the little Easter eggs is yeah. incredible. The scene where Roy Kent comes back to actually coach, and he's walking past. It goes into yeah. like the psycho music as he walks past Nate. Does it? Oh, yeah, notice that. Oh, I'm gonna like if you to listen to the watch. music as he walks past, it goes all crazy when he walks past Nate. Yeah, wow. Right. That's so cool. That is cool. You it's... had me at coach. I, uh, <laughs> I, 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 coached a, I coached a kid called Nate in basketball when I was back in Ipswich. And um, I, just, I just called him Nate the Great from the start. Um, and at one point he's like, why do you call me Nate the Great? And I'm like, because one day everyone's going to hate you. <laughs> he's like, what? <laughs> Like, trust me, it'll happen. But no, no, I had to explain to him that it's a, yeah. But anyway, for that very short moment, this, this poor little 12 year old kid was wondering what the hell was going on. Yeah, all <laughs> mental scarring. Yeah. If you, you try that, hard he, enough he, and apply yourself, one day you'll be despised by all. Universally hated. We, we, we will one day see Nate the Grey in the NBL. In fact, the NBA. Let's just go uh, to the next level. Well, yeah. 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 <laughs> I can't. All right. Well, it's been hilarious and fun tonight, everyone. Um, I do thank you all. And um, I honestly do enjoy our yarns. It's a good chuckle. I haven't cried in laughter all this week. So thank you. It's, it's, it's been a tough week for me for, you know, other reasons. So I really appreciate the laugh. So thank you. And um, uh, until next episode, uh, thank you, everyone, and I look forward to seeing you all on the next one. Take care. Well, before uh, we cut it, before we cut it, Shane, you got a job to do. Oh, I've got to come up with a topic. Oh, shit. <laughs> While you're thinking of a topic, just quickly, oh, has everyone yeah, backed Andromeda's Edge? Mm. I am. I'm off the Kickstarters. 
Yeah, I, I am too. But I, I, the fact that it's like Dwellings 2.0, I'm like, oh, oh, oh. I'm off the but it's Dwellings 2.0. Yeah, and I don't, I'm not a big fan of space. So I'm kind of like, yeah. But then I don't want to give up on what, you know, Dwellings is one of my favorite games of all time. And here's a apparently improved version sitting there, unbacked. Yeah. yeah, I just I'm I'm really struggling with it. So I had Vindication turn up this week, which I bought four copies of in 2020. Mm. Yeah, I now I need to do something about that. Mm. I'm not super keen to get in that position again. Um, and so many Kickstarters just sit here. Like I, I don't need them anymore. Yeah, well, I can buy a copy off you, and I... technically it's still buying a Kickstarter, so I'm okay. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's that's true. It is true. Uh, so I didn't think you. So you can still back new Kickstarters. I thought you could only pay for ones you'd already backed. No, but no, you can no, still no, back no. New I said excluding excluding Kickstarters. Excluding Kickstarters. Yeah. <laughs> and that runs the gambit of buying Kickstarters to backing them. Yeah. Yes, apparently simply so. Continuing right. on, just limiting himself to Kickstarters. Did not, did not. You know that still. I can buy one off you, Dave. So put me down for sure. it. So how is that going then? How are you going with playing your unplayed games? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. I've actually played uh, 15 of my 97 games. So I'm doing okay. I keep trying to get the number one board game of all time now to the table and have not even been able to play it yet. So I'm looking forward to playing Brass Birmingham at some point um, that I have in Shrink. And I do have the Kickstarter version of that, so... Yeah, I'll let me know, mate. I'll come over and play with you in the next couple of weeks yeah. if no one else will. Oh, done, done. I'd happily, if we wanted to do, I'd, I'd even, I'd even get back on Tabletop Simulator for that, which is a hard question, hard sentence to say out loud, but yeah. <laughs> but no, I, I'm doing well. They are slowly get, and I have not bought a board game yet. That's good. Asterix, that isn't a Kickstarter. No, it's not, I haven't actually, I haven't even backed a Kickstarter yet. So, so Dave, it's almost like you don't need to though. Like you're getting the the commission ones through VR or the the group ones, you're getting your Kickstarters, you're getting other people's Kickstarters, like yeah. probably getting more games than the rest of us at the moment. And honestly, Great Western Trail, Argentina, oh my God. That is next level amazing, that game. Dual layer boards, looks brilliant. Uh, Nick does a great teach as well for the community as well. So if you, if you, if you want to play a great game, I'd recommend that one. So, um, but we've got a big week of board gaming this week as well. We've got Wednesday night at the Ferret, which is almost sold out. We've got Friday night at... When you the... said sold out, you mean booked out because it's free. Well, it's free. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. true. It's almost booked out. We've got, I think we've got six seats left. Um, and the venue love hosting us. We've got the community place as well on Friday night, which is, you know, an awesome place to host games. Brilliant board game library. And then we have this week, we have the Saturday game day, which is running all day into the evening and dirt cheap tickets, kids under 15 free. It's a great family event. We've got dinner, we've got snacks throughout the day. Um, it's brilliant. So this is also so, at the community place? That's also at the community so you're, place. You're doing a double. We're doing a double. Mm-hmm. We've got a big week of board gaming, nice. but, you know, we just love it. You know, we, we are a, a, a non-for-profit business that just do it for the community and get people engaged. So cool. um, that's why we do it. Do what we do because we love it. So what's our topic? JT's going to have a tough time of editing this last like 20 minutes of this podcast. Yeah, well, he's just going to take out the strip poker piece from me, so. <laughs> and that 30 seconds of dead air. And... Yeah. So, so did you come up with a topic after all that? Yeah, top three uh, yes. games to play on a populated island. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> on the International Space Station. Yeah, on ISIS. Yeah. <laughs> Stop. No, no, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna really um, play on Dave. Something Dave hates, and he's gonna have to do some research now. So, I'd like to know your top three board games and or anything on Kickstarter. That you want to plug for our next topic. So, like so we're plugging upcoming stuff. games, like on Kickstarter. Yep, on Kickstarter. Oh, is that so you can buy them? No. You can take a list. What would be really good? What would be really good for those four listeners we have is that we'll talk about <laughs> this, 
And then because I'm not the quickest at uploading the episodes, by the time the episode comes out, they'll all be finished. Yep. Yeah. Get any of them. Got to get this game ended six months ago. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe do it as a pre-release as well, so you can talk about it. No, no, I think I think that'd be really good. Let's do it. Let's do it because it's a big Kickstarter coming out uh, in the next uh, couple of weeks. So. Right. Well, I bags the new North Sea game, so nobody else can say that. Uh, okay. Well, it's not North Sea, but it's anyway. It's South Tigers. Whatever. <laughs> you know what I mean. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, we just that could have in. gone so poorly. Yeah, but, we just oh, yeah. get another Shem yeah. Phillips uh, yeah. discussion next week. That's good. If someone's going to mention someone's... Groomhaven, then we'll be right. Yeah. And someone's going to tell me what I need to plug into Kickstarter to look up games. Yeah, because I've never it doesn't one. have to, honestly. It doesn't have to be games. You could find weird, Grant. This is for you. Find the weirdest shit on Kickstarter. Oh yeah, all right. Oh, yeah. Okay. yeah. <laughs> Uh-oh. Can I use Sorry. Can I just do Facebook Marketplace? Because that shit is wild. It is the wild, wild west out there, I tell well, you. Well, we already know your top two. Backer, backer and a stick. Backer and a stick. You can buy Australia-shaped chicken nugget from McDonald's for $8. Uh, now, I'm telling you, that's a great investment right there. How old is it? I don't, I don't, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. So you, still, you still microwave it and eat it. It'll matter. still be the same. Hey, um, random random question without notice. Favorite Super Bowl halftime show? Oh, it has to be the last year's um, hip hop. Yeah, it's pretty hard uh, to top, isn't it? The Dre yeah, Day. That, that was good, actually. That's the only one I've seen, so that's my my vote okay. too. Okay, Katy Perry wishes has that weird eye thing. And then, yeah, and then yeah, and the left shark. Well, no, G Money, don't you have to pick J Lo? J Lo and Shakira, because there's a moment where they're both shaking their behinds, and someone had a meeting to discuss doing that. <laughs> like there would have been a meeting where it's like, okay, so what are we going to do? Let's do this. That's the greatest meeting that was ever held in the history of the human race. It's it's the memes for me that go along with it. Like somebody did one where, you know, the shot from this year with Brianna with all the platforms looking at the crowd behind, so they look yeah. flat. Somebody put Super Mario, like Super Smash Brothers characters on there. <laughs> nice. Like watch out, Brianna. <laughs> That's fantastic. Uh... Or the, so uh, my daughter showed me that someone made that entire scenario with white marshmallows and just one little red jelly belly um, <laughs> as Rihanna amongst all the marshmallows, which was good. I actually do really like this. It's not the whole one, but the year that Coldplay did it, I don't like Coldplay, but yeah, they were there and they're, they're great. They're a big band, whatever. But during that one, they bring out Bruno Mars and Beyonce and they kind of have this weird little battle. And yeah, like a sort of a mix between Uptown Funk and Crazy in Love. I'm like, ah, oh, that was so cool. It was just really, they're awesome dancers. They've got awesome stage presence. And yeah, it's hard to find two cooler people in the universe on the stage at once. So that was that was pretty awesome. But yeah, I agree. Dre Day last year was was insane. That was like going down memory lane. It was awesome. So you got, you got um, Michael Jackson as well. That was brilliant. Where they did the Pepsi, it was cool. Uh, until Pepsi he went into the Heal the World like junk, nice. like it was all good until he went into the Heal the World stuff and had all the kids around, and that was just awkward. Like watching back <laughs> the first part when he came out and danced, like a yeah, anyway. All right, JT, that's the end. One minute, one hour, and six done. <laughs> <laughs>